Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Sea Dogs podcast. All things Scarborough Athletic FC, hosted by me, Paddy, and brought to you by This Is The Coast. Coming up in episode one, we speak to Chris Marson, the new marketing director at Scarborough Athletic, about his role and the new 20-strong media team. We'll also find out more about the sportsman's dinner, which is back at Scarborough Rugby Club, and a big fundraiser for Scarborough Athletic FC. But first, we speak to Scarborough Athletic Chairman Trevor Ball. Trevor Bolt, Scar Athletic Chairman, welcome to episode one of the Sea Dogs podcast from This Is The Coast. Well, it's been an eventful start to 2023, hasn't it? It has, it has. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, sadly, not all of it on the field, but on the field it's been, been pretty mixed. But no, it's been quite an exciting start to the new year. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, well, let's look at the positives first. You know, a record attendance at the Flamingoland Stadium in Scarborough. Who'd have thought... You'd be having three three thousand two hundred odd people, three thousand three hundred people through the door at the Flamingoland Stadium. Uh, you know, a year or two ago. Well, we, we we wouldn't have dreamed it to be honest. Um, it was in fact it was the highest attended football match in Scarborough for eighteen years. So that that just does say something about how far we've moved the club forward over. The, well, since since we returned to the town, definitely uh, it's been an, on an upward trajectory. Uh, and if um, if we're winning a few football matches and playing some good football, it shows the people of Scarborough want to support it. Uh, now uh, the game itself, uh, I mean, the result w- was was pretty pretty awful. Obviously, we won the game at Darlington, so three points yeah. each. We'll look at it that way. Um, we, yeah. we did have that that long delay, that that long stoppage of, of forty minutes. You know, unfortunately, you know. Th- what happened there has, has also made the national news on, on some websites and newspapers. It, it, stuff like that is 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 less than ideal, isn't it? It's it's there's no there's no place for that in the game, and obviously both clubs having to take some responsibility there. Yeah, it's it, it, you know what? It's, it's it's soul destroying for all the hard work that so many people put in towards getting that game, getting ready for that game against Darlington, and it just takes a small number of people to spoil it for the three thousand plus people people that were there. Um, you know, we, um, we, as you say, both clubs take some responsibility. Um, the game was held up uh, for the right reasons. Um, it's, it's part of the new FA protocols that went live last season. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, I think it was two, two uh, Darlington supporters rejected and one Scarborough supporter. Now, I can't really comment too much on the, the Darlington supporters because that, that is currently um, part of a police investigation. Uh, but certainly, with the supporter that we ejected, we've uh, we've since uh, banned that individual indefinitely from coming to uh, matches at the Flamingoland Stadium. So, so we've we've done all we can retrospectively. I think the frustrating thing is that we we put a plea out before the game to ask ask people to to behave, um, and sadly, it wasn't just the the misogynistic comments that were uh, were aimed at the assistant referee, but also some items were were thrown onto the pitch again and. And that's not the first time this season. We're already under a, an FA warning for that type of behaviour, throwing things onto the pitch. So it, it's happened again. Uh, we're in the midst of another FA investigation. And, um, you know, because we've already been uh, found guilty of that offence this season, you know, the, the, there could be a fine coming our way. There could be points deducted. There could be all sorts of things. So these few people um, are, are really doing a lot of damage to our football club, sadly. Yeah, and I can hear it in your voice because, you know, I know how much work and effort you've put in. Uh, you know, the, the whole team absolutely exhausted uh, from from doing all that's needed to, to put these games on. And, and you're, you're talking about such a small number of people uh, damaging yeah. the reputation of, of the club. It is such a, a massive, yeah. massive shame. 
It is. Well, it, it just takes one individual on a match day to do the wrong thing, and the consequences are, are absolutely enormous. Um, so, yeah, so, so coming up, we, you know, we've got a game at home on Saturday against Blythe. We're all looking forward to that. Blythe are a great club, fantastic uh, non-league history, one of, probably one of the most famous non-league clubs in the country if you go back to the 70s and 80s. So, um, you know, really looking forward to the game. But please, can everybody just behave? And if, if anybody sees anybody misbehaving, you know, tell one of the stewards and we'll, and we'll try and try our best to do do something, something about it because... Uh, I don't know. I, I, we we can only ask people so long, and uh, we it, it just gets a bit tiresome. I don't. I'm, I'm getting to a stage where I'm not sure what else we can do. Well, that's it exactly. I mean, <laughs> what else can you do? Uh, because, like I say, the vast majority of people are more than well behaved and don't necessarily want to have it rammed yeah. down their throats all the time that they need to do this and do that. They're there to watch a football match and enjoy it. Um, well, on, on the positive side of things, um, you know, it is a it is another chance for Scarborough to get back on track. Uh, with with uh, with with the league, which is going incredibly this season overall, you are expecting yeah. a, a, a big attendance again. Hopefully, people who who did come down yeah. will come down again. Um, but you do want to yeah. to get across that it, it's also important to uh, to make sure we're respectful uh, outside the ground as well, uh, especially yeah. when it comes to parking and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 live with our neighbours three hundred sixty five days a year, and, and unfortunately, again on uh, the Darling team, yes, it was a big crowd, and I sort of get it. Uh, but we can't have cars blocking people's driveways, um, you know, parking on grass verges, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, please be respectful around parking and about your behaviour on, on the way to the ground um, because it does reflect badly on what, on what we're trying to do. And, you know, we're, we're trying to promote the fact that we are a, a community football club that, that want families to come as families and enjoy a day out at the football. So, so yes, the, the more the more we can do on all these all these issues, uh, it'll be a massive help to us. Uh, and and off the pitch, I mean, things keep on uh, moving in the right direction. Uh, academy coaches are wanted. Um, you know, yeah. The media team, uh, Chris Marson was telling me, is 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 twenty strong. I mean, all these things are just incredible developments for the football club, aren't they? Uh, absolutely, I think it's great that there's so many people. That- wanting to be involved with with what we're trying to do and yeah we've got that we've built up this media team and uh, another big plus this last week was that uh, our reserve side played their first for the first time in the stadium on saturday because we were away um and they, they, they won four nil you know so so you know the reserve side starting to flourish the academy itself over at filey based at filey is going going from strength to strength we've got more teams this year than we've ever had We've now got, uh, you know, we've now got girls' teams. We've got an elite pathway for girls to be the best possible players that they can. Uh, <coughs> so, you know, it, it, that is a really positive um, arm to the club. And uh, yeah, we need we need more coaches. And, and if people want to be coaches and they've got the experience, we'll we'll train some people to be coaches. So, um, yeah, the more the more the merrier on that side. Thank you so much for your time, Trevor, and uh, enjoy the game on Saturday. I hope you can do. I hope you can do. I hope we get <laughs> yes. we get a good result as well. <laughs> yeah, let's let, let, let's just. Let's just watch the football, enjoy the football, and let's all have a great time. Thank you so much. That is Trevor Ball, Scarborough Athletic FC chairman. Now, Chris Marson formed local marketing company Marson & Co. He's also a big Scarborough Athletic fan and was recently voted onto the board as a marketing director. Chris, welcome to the Sea Dogs podcast. Based on what you do as your day job and being a Borough fan, this seems like a perfect fit for you, being marketing director at Scarborough Athletic FC. Yeah, it's perfect. And yeah, it, 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 it felt like a... Yeah like say a natural thing to do and uh uh yeah it, it, it everything just aligned and it and it and it made sense um 
um, so yeah, it's a good. Obviously, the club's had uh, like good success in recent years, and um, yeah, it, 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 it's time to you know, market the club and, and shout about it more. Yeah, why not? And uh, absolutely, yeah. It, you've been doing a fair bit of that before you before, before you became a director. Um, yeah, you know. So just tell us the ways that you have been supporting the club, uh, you know, individually and and you know with your business. Yeah, so. Um, um, the, the the middle of last season. In fact, it was it was it was a few games before the start of the year long unbeaten run. Um, we decided uh, as a business that you know, we wanted to help the football club out uh, and uh, rebrand them and give them some, give them give them some consistency and stuff. And and since then, really, it's been. Uh, I think like those who know the club will know. Those who don't know the club, I encourage you to come down and uh, just see a game because you pick you'll pick up on it. But the once you get to know the club, you um, find yourself you, you can't do enough for them. Um, so you, yeah, you just what you just want to do more and more because you know it is a hundred it is hundred percent owned by the fans. It's a community football club. Uh, the club's un- still like despite how like good we make ourselves look and how good we are, we've still only got one full time member of staff, and uh, you know the rest of it's like run entirely by volunteers. So um, yeah, it's really good, and uh, yeah, I, I just. Yeah, you get sort of uh, like hooked in, and it's like uh, yeah, a big uh, a big family really, and yeah, you know, everyone's got different skill sets, but like the ultimate aim is to uh, you know like keep keep Scarborough Athletic be successful. You've put out an appeal, haven't you, recently, looking for more people to join the media team? Uh, you were inundated, weren't you? Yeah, unbelievable, really. We uh, so the, the 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 previous media team have done like it's. They've been doing it with like two or three uh, people, and done, they've done an absolutely unbelievable job. Like, uh, like to project the club as well as as well as, as well as they have. Um, but um, uh, yeah, like luckily one of those guys has gone off and, uh, and got a job now at, at, at Hull KR, like working uh, working on the rugby. Um, so it was like an, it was an actual time to uh, you know look at um, you know expanding the media team and getting more people involved. Um, so yeah, we put me, me and uh, Rhiannon, uh, the uh, marketing officer, put uh, yeah a, a couple of shout outs on uh, social media asking people to get involved. We actually had 37 people apply, all with different skill sets like photography, journalism, uh, graphic design, uh, amongst other things. Um, so yeah, absolutely unbelievable response. And you know, we've actually had to, uh, you know, we, we formed a team of 20 now, but we actually sadly had to turn. 17 people away because obviously uh, we can't have uh, a team of the like, best part of 40 people uh, pitch side every match day so we almost, we almost had too many but yeah unbelievable but I think it's just yeah it's just testament to uh, like where the club's at now the, the, you know the, the, the fact that the, that amount of people wanted to get involved and, and come and volunteer the time so, so, um, you, so you've got a team of 20 uh, in this media team that, that is a lot isn't it so what, what roles are these people going to be doing um, is it a case of just having a, a big pool of people so yeah. that all jobs can be covered or, or will most people be involved most games yeah um, it's I, I'm, I'm expecting on a, on a normal home match day to have like round about 12 there and away games like a team of five and those sort of they just sort of rotate. Some people can only do weekends. Some people can only do midweeks. You know, you know. So it, it's flexible. In fact, we've we've got we've got one lady who's um, she actually already volunteers in in Filey at the uh, at the at the training ground, and um, you know she's happy to cover you know juniors and reserves, which is like unbelievable. To, you know, to get, we can get them more exposure. 
Um, yeah, um, and, and so that's that's a really important uh, aspect of it, isn't it, of the club. It's not just Flamingoland Stadium, you know, the, the first team for Borough, you've got the reserves, you've got all the, the academy as well, you've got the site in Filey, so I guess... Uh, as much exposure as you can bring is 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 huge, really. Uh, and what, yeah. what sort of what sort of roles uh, will the media team have then? You mentioned uh, photography. Obviously, you know someone needs to speak to Jono after the game as well. You know, I see yeah, all yeah. the video clips as well. I mean, is is it that sort of stuff? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So, we, so uh, one thing. Um, this is an exclusive for Paddy, actually. But we've uh, the club don't have an official TikTok account. There's a few people. Uh, there's a few people out there uh, pretending to be. Sky Athletic, but yeah, I can put it on record. I don't currently have an official TikTok account, but but, but that's one thing we're putting in place. We, we've got a small uh, TikTok team uh, now, so we'll be forming an account. So everyone look out for that uh, happening. Um, but but you know they'll be doing like short clips, you know, getting uh, fan predictions before the game, getting the players uh, arriving, you know, trying to speak to the players uh, after, you know, doing doing some uh, you know like short form content because. Uh, you know, some of the stuff that we've done already with the club, like on on the short reel side of it, on Instagram, so and stuff goes down really well. So yeah, we, we think uh, like going on TikTok, we'll talk to uh, you know new 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 potential fans and a, and a younger audience and share the club in good like that way. Um, Twitter, uh, tw- believe it or not, um, having a Twitter feed on a match day giving live scores is actually a league requirement. Um, right, who knew um, that? Yeah, it, it, it surprised me when I when I came on board, um, but. But um, so we've, rather than have one person sat there on Twitter because it gets full on, especially in the second halves of matches. Like you can be typing about one goal and then something else has happened. So it's well, really especially just, watching Scarborough this season, yeah, 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 this yeah, action-packed second half. Uh, so we have, we've you know we've got we've got a team of like four or five people uh, there to uh, from a, a journalistic standpoint. Uh, actually, uh, Martin Dow is uh, going to be heading that side up. We've got some brilliant experience there, as well as as well as some like younger people, uh, you know, wanting to come and like you know learn from Martin and uh, and, and get exposure to what it's like uh, working on a on a real football club. You know, it's good. To, it's, yeah, there's a lot of youngsters there, like coming to build, like learn skills and uh, build the CV as well, which is fantastic. Yeah, and that that is great, isn't it? And and it's it's like it's like the radio industry. You know, um, twenty thirty years ago, um, probably not even that. Uh, before automation came along, uh, you, you know, you would need someone in a radio station building 24-7 uh, to be playing the songs and presenting on shows. And, you know, because of computers these days and automation, you know, you need a lot less. And, and it can be harder for people to get into the, the industry, you know. Um, and, and it's the same with everything, isn't it? So the fact that you are opening this up to so many uh, people to, to gain experience uh, working with football clubs in sport, in media, doing different things like that. Great experience for them. And, and you know, if they want to pursue careers in in sports or media, journalism, photography, video, whatever. I mean, what great experience. Um, that's really, really important, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. And it's, you know, we've, I, I, I firmly believe we've set something up there where you know, everybody everybody wins and everybody should have a good time doing it. You, you know, um, you know, we had, we had, a, we had a, a team, the first team meeting last night, you know, getting everybody together for the first time. And I was really uh, encouraged by... Um, you know, there's there's some great enthusiasm in the room and a great mix of people. So I'm looking forward to getting that team to gel. And uh, yeah, I'm not going to uh, we're not going to put my ne- neck on the line and tell everybody to expect a Premier League output on against Blythe uh, this Saturday. 
but um, but you know, like like allows a bit of time, and like yeah, fans will see the uh, the output of uh, of the club and the way it presents itself improve, you know, and, and some 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 different and uh, and better content. Yeah, and of course it is really important because you do want the, the next generation of locals to to be brought up wanting to go and see Scarborough Athletic play. You know, kids in this area, it's important, isn't it? Um, and I don't know when your first game was. Um, and I, I don't know, I've, I've seen you post about this before. I can't quite remember. You'll tell us in a moment. But for me, uh, you know, my dad took me mid-80s to see uh, Scarborough against Welling United and we, we stood there in like an old bus shelter type contraption uh, behind one of the stands, you know, and it was chucking it down with rain. I think it finished 1-1. I, I wasn't hooked at that point, but... Um, but, you know, Scarborough had success. Uh, I remember him taking me to the Chelsea League Cup game in the 80s. Of course, the team got promoted to the Football League. So there were some big teams coming to Scarborough. The McCain Stadium, as it was then, was getting, you know, developed uh, with those couple of lovely new stands uh, behind each goal. Uh, and during the 90s, it was just such a great time to, to watch football. And I was just absolutely hooked, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, think, success uh, obviously helps, doesn't it? But the, the community aspect is, is key. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm a similar age to you, Paddy. And my, yeah, my experience of like uh, like Borough in the '90s was unbelievable. And, you know, and I, I look back and reminisce, and you see photos of the old ground on Sim Road. It still sends shivers up your back, uh, even now. Uh, but 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 what's different? What is different now is that it's. I think the fact that you know, let's be honest, we've had a, we've had a few uh, questionable chairmen in the '90s. You know, as a club and on the business side, um, you know, wasn't wasn't run our our club perhaps should be but 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 now you know we've got a board a board of uh, a board of volunteers um it's a hundred percent owned by the fan base which is rare you know a lot of clubs advertise that the fan owned um but it's often not a hundred percent it's maybe fifty percent or less uh, but we're a hundred percent so like I think with that nobody's nobody's in there like for their own like financial gain everyone's there for like one greater cause and I think when you when you go down to the Flamingo Land Stadium it just shows instantly um, you know, I've had like relatives come from afar, or like former business associates come from afar, and that you know the buy the, the, the come and within half an hour they buy they see it straight away what's going on at the club. They're buying merchandise, and you know they wanted they wanted to get involved. So um, it's yeah, it's definitely more than what's going on on the pitch. Well, it's all really exciting, isn't it? And the stuff that is happening on the pitch has just been terrific. Yeah, we had a couple of uh, not great results, but you know that was inevitable. That was always going to happen at some point um, because you know the, the results have just been so unbelievably good. But we're still in there. We're still in 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 those playoff positions, and we have been for the vast majority of the season. Nobody really saw it coming. So the success. I mean, what a place to be involved with at the moment, uh, Scarborough Athletic FC. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And but I think if you speak to John, or if you speak to you know, like a lot of other people involved, but what's even more exciting is that there's plenty to build on, like on top of that. And and one message I'd give to like fans and people associated with the club is like you you like step, take a little step back and like absolutely enjoy this uh, this like period of time we're in. Well, Chris, thanks so much for your time um, and you know, well done on all the hard work that you put into the football club. It must be a bit hard to uh, balance the uh, the day job, uh, you know, running Marston and Co and, and doing all you do yeah. with the football club, uh, but you seem to manage yeah. it all right. Yeah, we, we, we find a way, but like, yeah, now on the football club side of it, you know, we've now got, you know, like very quickly, we've got, got, a, you know, got a, strong, uh, a strong team of volunteers there. Um, so uh, I'm just there to help them and, uh, you know, they'll... Uh, yeah, very, very confident that they're going to like do right by the club, and uh, we'll get a very good, 
we're good output and uh, yeah, better, a better online fan experience. Thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Up the yeah. borough. Cheers, buddy. Up the borough. Take care. That's Chris Marson, Marketing Director at Scarborough Athletic FC. And in other news, booking for the Scarborough Athletic Sportsperson's Dinner is now open. The club are excited to bring back their previously sold out and eagerly anticipated Sportsperson's Dinner for this season. The fundraising event will once again be held at Scarborough Rugby Club with guest speaker Mark Crossley. Enjoy an evening supporting the Borough with a three-course meal and hearing the tales of Mark Crossley, who is now carving a career as one of the leading speakers on the circuit. He's an English-born Wales international goalkeeper and he boasts that he's the only goalkeeper to stop a Matthew Letizia penalty kick. With over 300 matches for Nottingham Forest to his credit, Crossley has some brilliant stories to tell from his days at the city ground, including many anecdotes centred around his former manager, the legendary Brian Clough. More details at scarboroughathletic.com. And that is episode one of the new Sea Dogs podcast from This Is The Coast. Make sure to subscribe and be notified when episode two arrives. This is the coast.